You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today, I am looking at ways to help you maximize your chances of winning in the fantasy basketball playoffs. Michael Bolton. Let's get to it. Let's get to it indeed. Now, I'm not going to be giving massively specific type tips here. I'm not going to say add this player to win fantasy basketball because that's just not how it works. And you're all well aware that's not how it works. It's all about creating the right guy, the right team, the right moment on the right schedule, all that sort of stuff. And I can't give individual advice to the thousands of people who listen to this program. But the overarching ideas, which is generally what I try to do when recording these shows, is not to spoon-feed you, do this, don't do this, um, add this player, drop him on this day, this day. It's giving you the understanding or the ideas as well as an opinion from me as to what I think about all these things to make those decisions as well. So let's look at ways that you can be successful in the fantasy playoffs. And the number one thing to look at is the schedule. Now, it's not only because people obsess when the NBA schedule come out, who's got the best fantasy playoff schedule? I'm going to grab all those teams that go 4-4-4. That is okay to look at, but you know, planning that out in October is foolish because players get traded, players get injured, situations change all the time. What I'm talking about here with schedule is maximizing what happens. Maximizing your games played during a week, and the way to do that is by looking at quality games. And when I talk about quality games, a quality game is a game that is played on a low-volume day in the NBA, usually with eight or fewer games played. And why is that a quality game? Because if there are fewer games played on that day, that means that those players that you add off the wire can actually be used in your active lineup. No point having everyone who plays on the 11-game days, because you'll have 13 blokes to fit into 10 active spots, and three games get wasted. So even if you have worse players than those three guys on your bench, but they play the next day, then you're actually getting games out of them. So being able to maximize the schedule through your waiver moves, getting two-for-ones on back-to-backs and pseudo-back-to-backs, like I preach every week in the weekly preview shows, trying to maximize those games and getting the players who not only played games during the fantasy playoffs, because this year, over the standard fantasy playoff period, the difference in games played, nearly everyone plays 12 or 11 games, so or maybe 12 or 10 games. So it's a very, very small difference across three weeks. It's about when they play those games and maximizing those low-volume day games that is going to be the difference, because you could end up with a five- to six-game advantage over the course of the week over your opponent by adding the right players, not necessarily the best players. And that ties into my next point, which is streaming. You have to stream in the fantasy playoffs. Again, it is about getting these extra games in. So if you've got a bloke who's maybe a top 130 guy and is your worst player on your roster, he's not on your roster. He's the guy that you move out and you just constantly move that position through. You get the guy that plays on the low-volume day. Then you drop him to get the guy that plays on the next low-volume day. Then you drop him to get the guy that plays on the next low-volume day. So you use that roster spot for six or seven games during the week instead of three games of absolute shitfulness from a bloke at the back end of your roster. That is what streaming is churning through guys. And if you add a guy and then all of a sudden the guy in front of him gets injured and he plays 35 minutes a night, you keep him and then someone else becomes your worst player and you drop them. That is what I mean by streaming. It is extra key 
in the fantasy playoffs. You can get away with it in the regular season without streaming that hard. You're trying to build up your assets and trying to take flyers on player players. When you get to the playoffs, it doesn't matter. Streaming does not matter. Oh, sorry, stashing guys does not matter in that scenario because if you don't have the players that week, you're out and you're stashing for next week. It doesn't matter because you're not going to be there. The stress of daily life weighs on us all. Whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That's why I use Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. I've had back problems pretty much all my life stemming from uh, a career of... Uh, career. I say career very loosely, playing a ton of cricket as a junior, and, uh, and Theragun's been fantastic in helping relieve some of that Pain also had to have hip surgery about 10 years ago, and that sort of pain flares up now, now and then. And uh, using Theragun has been fantastic in reducing those aches and pains and, uh, and soreness and things that can impact everyday life. Feel better, naturally treat your pain, and get back to your life. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days or your money back by going to theragun.com slash locked on. For a limited time, my listeners to this podcast get a free charging stand with their purchase, a $79 value. That's theragun.com slash locked on, theragun.com slash locked on. So look at your schedule in advance. Look at how you can stream. Look at which players make sense for those lower volume days. If you're already locked into the playoffs, you can add a couple of those guys now and get a head start. And that means not using your acquisitions for that week. That's another key point that we'll talk about as well a little bit later. Punting. You know I'm big on punting in head-to-head leagues, but I believe in playoffs, you've got to lean even more heavily into punting. To win a week in a nine-category or eight-category league, you need five categories. That's it. So there's no point spreading yourself thin across every category. Have a look at who your potential matchups are going to be. Where do you need to push your resources? Do you really need threes? Stream in threes on the low-volume days, your three-point shooters, Duncan Robinson, JJ Redick, whoever it is, grab these guys and boost those categories up. If you're going to lose um, blocks to this team, don't even worry about picking up a center. Don't worry about maybe I can get... Don't worry about it. Get the categories that you know you can win. And then that also does insulate you a little bit against game volume disparity, game volume disparity as well. If you're just so strong in those good categories, lean into your punts. You've got a one-cat punt, make it a two. You've got a two, make it a three. You've got a one, make it a three. Lean in. Narrow your focus. Look at who your opponents are going to be. See where their strengths are. See what you could make, what moves you can make, especially with fantasy trade deadlines still, uh, still coming up. What moves can you make to solidify yourself in the categories where they are weak? Look into doing that. Be ruthless. This guy's been great for me. He's carried me all season. You know what? But now he's shit. Just move on. Oh, but he'll play two more games this week. Yeah, but that's happening in four days' time. He plays Monday, and then he's got a Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back. Move on. Get rid of him. Unless he's one of your top 10 guys, move on. I don't care how good he's been. I don't care that he's going to play a back-to-back. Move on. Get those extra five games in, and then grab someone else at the end of the week. You've got to be ruthless, because at the end of the week of a first playoff week, if you're out, you're out. You're not coming back. So there's no point holding on to people in the hope that something happens or stashing guys or what if they get better. If they're, if they're playing shit and they've got two more games and things don't look good, move on. Just move on. Just don't worry about it. You might get them back later, but who cares? Move on. Injuries. Having a look at where guys are in terms of the injury recovery is, is key. Um, if someone gets injured in the lead up to your playoffs or in your playoffs, don't be afraid to cut them. There, say for example now, Damian Lillard is out one to two weeks, right? With a groin strap. We're not normally in the fantasy playoffs, but say you are in your semi-final week and Lillard gets hurt out for two weeks of the groin injury. Drop him. It, just drop him. 
because, oh, but what if he comes back and plays two games in grand final week? That's cool. You won't be there by having a zero in that spot. Now, it's probably going to be hard to get that win anyway, but using his spot to get seven games played in by streaming the shit out of that spot, maybe you're in with a fighting chance. Maybe you can stream two shot spots in and get 10 uh, extra games played by really using the back-to-backs and the pseudo back-to-backs. You've got to be careful of those injuries and holding on, just waiting, just move on. you just got to move on in those cases. Same goes with stashing, as I mentioned. Again, holding on to Nurkic's. Like if, if Oladipo hasn't got it figured out by the first week of March, get, get rid of him. Like If it's not looking any good, get rid of him. Oh, well, he comes good on the 20th of March. Don't worry about it because you're going to lose your first round playoff matchup. Nurkic, don't 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 bother. Like what what's he going to give you that you can't get through streaming that spot? All of these injured guys, Wendell Carter. Oh, should I stash Wendell Carter? Should I stash Otto Porter? Maybe, but will they actually be useful enough when we come to the playoffs? And stashing guys when you're in the playoffs is a big big no to me. Use your IR spot. This is a great way of being able to open up roster spots. Now I said if someone's injured and you don't have IR, you need to drop them, but utilize that IR spot. Move guys in and out of that every day. If anyone comes up with an injured tag, and some sites are more liberal with giving those designations on fan tracks, for example, that red flag comes up pretty often. Move a guy in there, open up a roster spot. You Give yourself a 14-man roster because there's always going to be someone with that red flag and just shift guys in and out and in and out to maximize your benefits of getting those extra players in to get more games. That is the key. Get more games, especially in fantasy points leagues. Getting more games is absolutely the only way to win. You can't sneak through low-volume categories because there's no categories. Just bludgeon the points. Use your IR as an additional streaming sort of spot. Take advantage of players who might be mislabeled in that spot. Sometimes you'll get a guy who's got an injury label. He plays. You get him in there, and then as soon as that game starts, kicking back into IR, and then you can get, lock him into that spot and keep another guy on your roster. That is a real possibility of things you can do. Using all of these quirks of the software and the system and your league is a key way to get some win. Talk about all the time. People will say to me, oh, Josh, you know, overall value, what do you like? It doesn't matter. It means absolutely nothing at this point in the season. In the fantasy playoffs, overall value is nothing. It's all about what you need. As I said earlier, leaning into your punts, looking at who your opponent is. What categories do I need? How does the schedule work for me? Again, a player who's the 100th best player but plays one quality game over a playoff week versus a guy that's 150th overall value player but plays four games that are going to be usable, you take the worst player. That's need versus value. Value means nothing. It just doesn't mean anything. You've got to have that understanding of what categories do I need. Your league goes from a nine-category league to a six-category league. These are the six categories. I don't care about the rest. This is what I need to do. Need is better than value. And the last thing, as I mentioned, plan ahead. And this is really important. So you head into the playoffs. You're sitting pretty in this spot. What's happening in this first week? Who am I likely going to play? You get your four acquisitions for the week, say. But in the week before, on the Sunday, grab three guys that you're going to be going to make sense for your playoff roster. Use those acquisitions there. Get those guys in. And then you've got those players who might be worse players, again, overall, but they fit on the low-volume low quality game days. And then you've got your four acquisitions that reset at the start of the week. If in the first week of the playoffs, you're 7-2 up heading into the final day, you can't be caught. You've got two acquisitions left. Use them for next week, not for that Sunday. You get no prizes for winning 7-2 in every category with a 20% margin. There's no, no benefit in that. Use those extra ads to get guys in to help you the following week. Plan ahead. You can sort of see where teams are going to go, who's going to be good matchups, and what you need to do. That is what you need to do heading into a fantasy playoffs. 
They are just some small tips to get yourself ready to have success in the fantasy basketball playoffs coming up. Subscribe to this podcast, guys, and you'll hear all of the rest of the stuff that I talk about. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Give it a thumbs up and leave a comment down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.